He soaked millions with his jizz. Alright, welcome to another indecorous podcast. Purveyors of fat, forest, and fucked up history join in this futile quest for knowledge. Have a laugh, learn a fact, and try out all our super safe and decorous life hacks. As always, we have Carlos. That's me. Bobby. Yo. And today, our special guest, comedian Brett Erickson. That's me. And I'm Ian. I'll be your drunk driver through this collision course of nonsense. All right, guys, we got an awesome show for you this week. Our lead topic, one Arkansas judge recently used a legal loophole to extort sexual favors from women without breaking the law. Our lead topic this week illustrates how proper and deep understanding of the legal system helped one man play out a very unusual life hack. And Bobby's got this first titillating point on this story. I'm assuming while I was away, you guys already explained to Brett how everything works. Yeah, dude. Okay. Fuck no, man. I'm just winging it, bro. <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> like, they, they tried to explain it to you, but this motherfucker won't listen. Yeah. Yeah, what part of edible didn't you understand? Yeah, well, on, <laughs> I, I know enough about what's going on to know that the drunk driver said proper instead of power. <laughs> <laughs> He's also a drunk speller. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm a uh, terrible speller, bro. The Arkansas judge, Tim Parker, was also a part-time attorney. He curiously advertised his attorney services for about half the prices of attorneys in the area. He had a clientele comprised of mostly women that were fighting petty misdemeanors. By offering his services at lower rates, he was able to attract women that were especially poor and desperate. Once the topic of money would come up, he would do the old bait and switch and tell them to succeed and get them off. They would need to pay double what he originally advertised. All right. I'm still, I don't know how this is legal. This is going to turn legal at some point, or is it just because it's Arkansas? <laughs> this is fucking, they haven't written a law against this shit. Oh, dude, yeah, there's has... no state bar in Arkansas. <laughs> we, we haven't even gotten to the main course yet, Carlos. All right. So in most cases, these poor women couldn't just pick up extra shifts over at McDonald's to pay the remaining legal fees. So this created a unique opportunity for Parker. He would tell the women, frankly, that what they needed was a quote unquote sugar daddy. He then conveniently offered himself as the sugar daddy. And from there, he would work out an a la carte style sex menu to trade for the rest of his legal fees. Because sugar daddy arrangements are different from prostitution, Parker was able to legally pull this caper off. Wait, then how are we talking about it if it was legal? Something tells me we wouldn't know about it. This is all by the books. Calling all this a caper does make it sound very whimsical. <laughs> I'll say that much. Yeah, we're getting, we're getting there, fellas. We're getting there. But this is the classic tale of a guy that has the cut rate fees. So you see the commercial on TV where they talk about their competitors that sell things at a cut rate. Usually I'm thinking, that's awesome. I'm just going to go look up the competitor. But now I'm thinking, if I have to do sex to get that cut rate, maybe I want to second guess myself on that. I, I want to ask, this is Arkansas, correct? Yes. yes. Uh-huh. So understand that the entire legal system is set upon precedent that was laid down by Bill Clinton when he was both a lawyer <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the governor. So this <laughs> to me right. sounds like a very simple case of, yeah, let's do this. 
Let's get to court, baby. It's actually illegal baby. for the women to not comply. Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, this is like if this shit happened at the whatever county the Marquis de Sade was the governor yeah, of yeah. in France. <laughs> so Brett can take us on this next one here. Parker wasn't making a ton of money representing these women, but he was getting to bone down a lot. He figured this was cheaper and safer than buying street hookers in the long run. But like all great life hacks, this eventually came to an end. After one of his female clients complained, probably a Karen. Yeah, a Karen. A Karen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is where it becomes illegal. Yeah. Ironically, being a judge as well, Parker was able to squash the claim and avoid all legal issues. I fucking love Arkansas. I find myself not guilty. Yeah, yeah. But he did get the biggest slap on the wrist ever when the State Judicial Commission forced his removal and resignation on what was already scheduled to be his final day in office. Was he retiring? Just going out getting blowjobs all the time? So for extorting sex from countless women, his punishment was basically to get to go home early on his last day of work. Full pension. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Dictionary definition of winning, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah this is, so this Jeez. first story is just a story of a hero. Yeah. <laughs> this is the same shit of when cops shoot somebody and they get a free vacation for like three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Did. It was his last day. But he was doing it as a lawyer, but he was also a judge. So, I mean, it seems like to me that... Even if this was legal, if he still wanted to be a lawyer, the if there is such a thing as the Arkansas Bar Association, they would take his <laughs> they would take his law license away. I mean, that's it might be legal to do all of this, but it's certainly a conflict of interest and an oh, unethical right. way to uh, secure payment for services. So you I would mean, think so. And he turned all that into the best way to retire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck but it. But what yeah, about this can't... a la carte menu he's got rigged up? I mean, what, what do you think? It's like a blue job to get out of a speeding ticket, anal to get out of a DWI. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's all kinds of tears. Yeah, there sure are. There are tears. Especially if <laughs> <because> <laughs> they go for anal. <laughs> I know yeah. you set me up on purpose like that, Carlos. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's how comedy's done. He's the attorney, the judge, and also the cop that pulled these women over. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these counties are very poor. They've got to save money by people doing extra jobs. You know? <laughs> if we read down farther in this story and we find out that he was actually also the women he was fucking, then I'll know we've really reached full Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Our next topic is a little sad. Japan's famous uh, Akigara suicide forest has claimed yet another victim. For the uninitiated... The Akigera Suicide Forest, about two hours from Tokyo, is a place famous for the high volume of suicide deaths each year, <laughs> averaging an impressive 100 deaths per year. Wait, you mean the suicide forest isn't known for, like, happy picnics and engagements? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not known for its bird watching. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to kill myself, but I just don't know where to go. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'd go to Okigahara, but it's so hack. <laughs> Everybody kills themselves at Okigahara. So Carlos has the sad little sauce on this. Famous US YouTube star Logan Paul was taken down by YouTube after posting videos featuring a dead man hanging from a tree in the suicide forest. Paul was once a preferred wannabe famous vlogger that received a lot of advertising traffic from YouTube. 
But after this controversy, they have removed his quote-unquote preferred status, so now brands <laughs> are less likely to run their three-second ads that always get skipped anyway over his videos. You know, I kind of like the idea, though, of a suicide forest. It's very considerate, especially if you're shooting yourself. Nobody has to clean up all that brain matter. Yeah, you're <laughs> actually helping the environment. Yeah. It's compost, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, you can do that now. You can be buried in the roots of a tree. That's that a thing yeah. you can do. So if oh, you're wow. just going to suicide yourself anyway, all they have to do is basically just cut you down from the tree, let you drop, and then just let you melt into the ground. And eventually you'll be nutrients for the trees. And it's a beautiful story. I'm waiting for this to get sad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit. Like, it also I'm took, like took Logan Paul down a notch, which I am also in favor of. So I... I've yet to see a downside of this story. Yeah, I don't know where they get. Yeah, when does this get? To, it'd be hilarious if this ends with. And this is the greenest forest in the entire world. <laughs> the Bobby's got this next one here. Japanese people were pissed about the video, saying that the fact that a foreigner would choose to trivialize or monetize the uh, Aoki Gahara suicide forest. I like YouTube. how we're going on like seven different pronunciations <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> of that I word like, at this point. Increasing yeah. our odds that one of us would I get I like it right. that you guys have a podcast and none of you talked about how to pronounce Aoki Gahara. <laughs> I, if oh, you, snap. And if you knew Ian, you would be shocked that he would pick this word to spell or include on the show. <laughs> yeah. Um... The fact that a foreigner would choose to trivialize or monetize the Alkegahara forest, suicide forest. I like how that pun you pronounce it like Okegahara. Like it's the Okegahara. Yeah, go ahead and do it, man. These are the woods for you. Through YouTube was disgraceful. To the Japanese people, the forest is a sacred place. Over the years, authorities have tried to combat the high suicide rate in the forest. They, they couldn't just change the name, maybe? <laughs> um, by putting up discouraging signs. One such <laughs> sign reads, Quietly think once more about your parents, siblings, or children. That's why I'm killing myself. Yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah. Quietly think about your bank account and how you just got fired. <laughs> but also, what about the Japanese being racist to foreigners? Yeah, no and, shit. Uh, that's, yeah, thank on you. foreigners for coming in and giving their suicide forest some free press. I'm sure yeah. that is, Logan didn't charge them anything, and now everybody gets to know about your wonderful forest, and right. you're denigrating this fine American by calling him a foreigner and, and saying that he's trivializing yep. it or monetizing the suicide mm -hmm. forest, but it's okay for Japanese people to do that sort yeah. of thing, apparently, right. but they just don't want foreigners yeah, coming dude. in there. Right. And they thought they were getting publicity when Logan Paul was there. Wait till people hear this on Indecorous Comedy Podcast. Oh, man. <laughs> I can't wait I'm to kill you. myself. Yeah, that's what usually people say when they listen to this podcast. Well, that's the whole point of this right. podcast is to point out that the Japanese are xenophobes. Yes, we've always known it. I remember Pearl, I remember Pearl Harbor. All right, it's my turn. Uh, it Japan, yeah. has, <laughs> Japan has the highest suicide rate and lowest sexual activity rate in the world. I'm not sure that I believe that. They are some, they have fucking girls' panties and vending machines over there. Oh, see? Be between vending machines, <laughs> I guess I should have just read on. Between vending machines selling teenage girls used panties, cuddle cafes, and sperm donation facilities that literally milk men in public view, there is really no hope for normal adult relationships. Now that, I believe. 
Japan has the steepest population decline of any country in the world, somewhere between Lalakun-style henti and working 85 hours a week and sleeping on the floor at work, Japanese men are losing the will to live in mass. I think that's supposed to be hentai, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I got, and, and, I got yeah. so confused by Iolicon. Here I am talking shit about your Aoki Gahara, and you're throwing, <laughs> is it Lalit? Lalicon? Well, I mean, What's that word even mean? Yeah. It's like underage girls that are getting fucked by monsters. It's that kind of crazy shit. Yeah, and then what does that have to do with Arthur Henty? <laughs> <laughs> they don't know who Arthur Henty is. I think it's also supposed to be en masse. Yeah, it's supposed to be en masse, right? E-N-M-A-S-S-E. I wasn't going to say anything about that. Oh, yeah, en masse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of people are losing the will to live in Massachusetts also. That's unrelated. I think it's that Japanese people are... I mean, there's 30 million people that live in Tokyo. Tokyo is like half the size of Los Angeles. And there's twice as many people there. Yeah. They're just fucking sick of people. That's why they're not trying to have more people. They get it. Yeah. Honestly, I think that having a declining population is actually just a sign of a healthy understanding of the human condition on Earth. You know, like there's already enough people. If you understand that, that, you know, like look at who's having kids in, in America. It's. Fat, lonely, desperate people whose relationships are failing. And they're like, well, what do we do? Well, let's have a child. That should help. Yeah, this will solve everything. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I'd like to give the Japanese a little credit here. See, I think Japan could maybe take a page from the United States on this one and just be more comfortable being losers. Like, (laughs) 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 they just have too much ambition over there. I think think it's the opposite. I think they're looking at Americans breeding and every generation of Americans being stupider than the previous one and they're saying (laughs) you know let's not be like america on this one let's fucking we're good we're we're done japan is finished let's just slowly circle the drain and enjoy it so i have a theory about this one i think it's pixels if you look at japanese porn it's fucking pixelated and if i can't jack off to fucking porn every day after i get yelled at by my boss and i worked 85 hours I'm looking for that gun to put in my mouth. And if there's a pretty forest that probably has fucking guns on the stumps and fucking encouraging signs to remind me about how much I hate my kids and parents, I think it just makes it too easy for him. Yeah, and I'm not going to suicide forest either. I'm going to happy, not a care in the world forest and bloodying it up. (laughs) I, I think the point that we're trying to make here is that Japan doesn't give us enough thanks for Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Totally right. Unethical life hacks. We scrape the bowels of the internet to find the most amazing life hacks for those brave enough to dare. So set your moral compasses south and join us for this special edition of Unethical Life Hacks. If you get sleepy on the freeway, take off your seatbelt and masturbate and you will not be sleepy anymore. Use empty Cheeto bag on floor to shoot mess into. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't this guy ever heard of edging? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Has this guy ever jerked off before? Who gets done jerking off and is but, like, that just makes you all chipper. <laughs> like you did a bump or something. Yeah. But I will say this. If you do this every time you drive, you dramatically increase the chances tenfold that you will die doing what you love.
<laughs> I think if you were just if you were that lazy too, you could just like fill up this crusty old Cheeto bag. Ugh. Just never clean it. Use the same one every time. I think it was somebody from Frito Lay that wrote this one, man. Why does it got to be a Cheeto bag specifically? Yeah, 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 you're right. I think you might be onto something. Yeah, it's PepsiCo. It's Yum Brands. I don't know. Uh-huh. I'm just fucking. I don't even know if they own Frito Lay. Probably so, dude. Probably so. It'll be Yum Brands after I come in that bag. If you know what I'm saying. Hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> All right, Carlos has got this next one here. Kind of broke and need a hooker. On a budget, midget yeah. hookers charge half the price. Dude, I, I can confirm. <laughs> I can confirm this much. A Bridget midget blow up doll from the early two thousands was in fact half the price of a full size blow up doll. I was I was a cheapskate. I know that for a fact. I can't confirm that midget strippers or prostitutes rather are half the price, but the math does check out. It seems like they'd be more expensive because that's probably a fetish and there are fewer of them. Yeah, they're selling themselves short. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. Want people to like you and owe you a favor? Secretly create problems for them and swoop in to solve them. So, for example, you could take a lady that's on a bicycle and loosen the bolt so she falls off the bicycle, swoop in to pick her up in your car, and then get a blowjob for bringing her back to her house. Jesus, this is, this is going to take a lot. So you got to fucking loosen the bolts and then just stalk her till she gets on the bicycle again? <laughs> yeah, or if you don't like that one, steal someone's nose and then do the whole, like, I got your nose, and then they'd be like, bring back uh, oh, okay. childhood traumas, and then you can pretend you're a psychologist. Carlos. Carlos, think about it this way. I I actually know this to be a life hack that I've instituted for many, many years. Um, My girlfriend of 20 years, Carrie Mitchell, what I did with her is I made her... The lovely Carrie Mitchell. Yeah, the lovely Carrie Mitchell. What I did is I made her into a problem alcoholic. But then (laughs) I also suggested that she get a job as a bartender. So what she was able to do was solve her own problem of of being a high-functioning alcoholic by also getting paid to support the family. And the, and the genius of it all is that she thinks she did this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a sense of accomplishment. Absolutely. Yeah, she doesn't know the man behind the strings. I am pulling you know, all the strings. I didn't see the pandemic coming. So we went into a little bit of a snafu there. But other than that, I was sitting pretty. I mean, that was a pretty specific example earlier. Like, something tells me Ian has loosened the bolts on somebody's bicycle. I was more concerned with the fucking stealing the nose. It's like, who the fuck? How how old are the people that he's trying to pull off decorous life hacks on? Like, yeah, you you know, this seven-year-old won't give it up. Do the whole steal your nose, and then you give it back. You're like, she has to fuck you now. (laughs) Oh, come on, Carlos. Teenage girls ride bicycles, too. I just want it known that Brett Erickson has nothing to do with this uh, <laughs> top these last two things that were said. Yeah, yeah, I do not support them. I do not support them. <laughs> Brett Erickson checks out at gaslighting your girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm fine with that. You guys can all know about that. I'll, t- I'll take that. I just, I just don't want to. Uh, I don't want to get canceled because I uh, knocked some seven-year-old girl off her bike. <laughs> all right. So Brett's got this next one here. Stupid problems require stupid solutions. Don't tell anti-mask protesters that the mask stops COVID-19. Tell them it stops facial recognition software used by the 5G federal government Skynet from tracking you. 
I was just, what, what was it that we were talking about earlier about how, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. You can convince Trump supporters to wear the mask by saying that it'll just muffle every time that you say the N-word. Yeah. <laughs> you, can get a, you can get away with that. Yeah. yeah. You can just mouth it all day long for <laughs> Yeah. Some of them want to say it out loud and don't want, that's why they think of it as a muzzle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This mask yeah. is getting in the way yeah. of my hatred. Yeah, I want my racism out there. <laughs> I'm trying to get fired over here. Yeah. yeah, no shit, right? That's the thing, too, about we were talking about this on uh, Plug for Mine, issues with Andy, is that now if you go into a Costco or Home Depot and you don't take your mask with you, you know you're going to be in a confrontation and you know right. somebody is going to film it. So if you want to get fired, <laughs> all you have to do, but you don't have the cojones to fucking quit your job, just go to Home Depot without your mask on and start yelling at everybody and uh, yeah. you'll go viral. And the next day you'll be able to stay home from work. <laughs> yeah. And then you lost your job, but now you can be a pundit for OANN or something. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You guys awesome. are all mask wearers, right? I'm not, obviously. I'm wearing, you were, yeah, fucking, I'm wearing a mask right yeah. now, dude. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess I am now after that tirade. <laughs> well, I mean, it does, uh, it does stop the 5G facial recognition cameras from identifying you. Well, that, so <laughs> you keep well, that's the other thing about, yeah, I saw this other thing where we talked about this on the pod, like one of our first podcasts about how fucking the insane clown posse was defeating facial recognition because they were all that fucking <laughs> stupid paint on their face. Uh -huh. It's like, yeah, these motherfuckers were they were pro all this shit way before anybody else was is that is it. that a true story juggalos are defeating yeah dude juggalos are the only ones that can foil the fucking facial recognition oh i love that story i don't think they were just like smarter than the system i think it was just a yeah. happy coincidence that's beautiful <laughs> though that's absolutely beautiful yeah it is yeah <laughs> yeah juggalos them. had the answer the whole time Everybody, follow us on social media, please. We're on all of them. We're on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Indecorous Comedy, Twitter at Indecorous Pod, Instagram at Indecorous Comedy, and Patreon at Indecorous Comedy. Follow us on all of those. And how do you spell Patreon, Carlos? E A, well, actually, Ian should probably take this one. <laughs> actually, I probably should spell it. Indecorous, by the way, is spelled I N D E C O R O U S. And then, you know, if you can't spell comedy, then we don't even want you as a fan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for our main topic this week, Pornhub Aria still hasn't ever tweeted about us or responded to any of our DMs. So fuck her. We are finally doing a dark history on Pornhub. Described by one adult film star as the Monsanto of porn, Pornhub and its parent company in just a few years have shut down more porn studios and done more harm to the industry than closeted Republican anti-porn crusaders ever could have dreamed. This is the dark history of Pornhub and its parent company, MindGeek. So they're saying Pornhub is great at killing your weeds? <laughs> yeah, this is kind of fucked up, though. So we're basically in-selling Pornhub Aria because she wouldn't talk to us. We're like, well, then fuck you, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, and we're only assuming that one of the three of us ever DM'd her, which I know I didn't. I'm just assuming you guys didn't. did. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm DMing her right now. Okay, okay. <laughs>
<laughs> You're saving our story, Carlos. Uh, so it all began in 2006 with YouPorn, which quickly became the 26th busiest website in the world with 370 million visitors a month. Realizing the havoc his site had the potential to wreak on the industry, YouPorn founder JT tried partnering with content wait, wait, producers. Wait, wait, wait. That, that's what he went by? JT? The of YouTube? Of course he YouPorn? did. If you're a Pornhub yeah. founder, you're not telling anyone what your actual name is. Yeah, exactly. His initials aren't even JT. Fuck no. Sure. Yeah. I'm surprised they're like, you porn founder Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, he tried partnering with content producers to help clip samplers on YouPorn become paid subscribers of those sites. Unfortunately, many couldn't see where the industry was heading, and when JT sold his shares three years later to a young German programmer named Fabian Thalman, it was all downhill from there. Or Thilman? Tillman? I don't know. Yeah, are we, are we confident uh, like, about the Thalman? You know, I don't. I don't that's know. how it was pronounced on the thing I watched. Oh, that's right. Okay, well, I'll yeah, go with Thalman, that. Thalman, that that guy fucked it up, and now we're just spreading that misinformation. Wait, I, I was. I, I thought you might correct yeah. the. It's, so it is actually Fabian. I would have said no, Fabian. Fa- yeah, it's probably oh. Fabian. I would have gone Fabian to the, yeah. yeah, I really end up this name, didn't I? Yeah, I did. Glad <laughs> no, I'm not the only jackass around here. But yeah, this is interesting because the economics of the porn industry are a fucking mystery. It's like a circular recursive rabbit hole where one free site has ads to another free site, which has ads to a paid site that no one clicks on and more free sites. And then you just go, how do any of them make any fucking money? You know, I think I think part of it's like a shame factor and nobody wants to throw their credit card down. I mean, if there was like a bucket in front of me every time I jerked off and I could throw some change in there and somehow it made its way to who was helping me out. Throw it in a fucking jack off jar. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe an empty Cheetos bag. (laughs) We need to make a jack off tip jar. That's what we need. Goddamn. Well, I think we have the perfect guess for this because Brett's been out in L.A. for a while and there's no fucking way he's making a living doing stand up comedy. So no. What is the story here i i wish i had the kind of cock that would get me into porn and <laughs> making money at it, but it's mostly disinterested in things at this age you know what you know what i do want to have this is one thing i thought i realized out here that would be amazing i want to develop an app that is like shazam for porn stars because oh, if you're in LA, like I see porn stars all the time for sure, but I don't know who they are. I just can, <laughs> you can look at somebody in this town and say, that person does porn. You know, like yeah. there's no reason to look like that in this town, even unless you do porn, but I don't know who it is, you know? So, you so can just I want to just, yeah, I just want to, yeah, I just want to be able to take a picture of them. And then, like the Shazam app, I want it. You know, I want to know. Oh, that's uh, Mercedes. Yeah. Uh, and here's her. <laughs> here's her movies. Yeah. You were you were great in Young Starlet Whores Thirty Seven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I struggled, listen, can I just? I, I struggled with coming up with a fake porn girl's name because my mind <laughs> instantly went to the names of my actual favorite porn stars, and then I panicked and didn't want to say them. So I created this weird pause in my brain, and then I couldn't think of any, and then I knew it was already too late, and then I just said a word. Yeah, yeah, you just went with luxury car, yeah. and what else can I add to <laughs> yeah, luxury right. car? Right. Well, I, I said Mercedes, and then I and then the only thing I could think of next was Rule, and then I'm like, well, that's an actress, so that's not even good. I figured. I'm just saying see, that I'm just saying that AJ Applegate is a really good performer. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and you should subscribe to her page. Think of how embarrassed these porn stars would be to be associated with this podcast, though, you know? <laughs> it sounds to me like you guys are exactly the kind of people that most porn stars are hoping exist. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but, but like with money. Well, I mean, if, listen, eventually you guys will have money. I mean, this podcast is going to be eventually, monetized. Eventually, we, we pull in $200,000 on Patreon every week. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm and, and Patreon doesn't even pay every week, but we get so much money that they have to pay us out on the week. It's just overflowing. Yeah. When my manager asked me if I wanted to do this pod, he assured me that this was a very, very successful podcast with some... Uh, uh, the top of the uh, podcasting and comedy community. Well, you must have a top-notch manager. I didn't check it <laughs> because my manager has never lied to me. Well, I'll tell you this. Thelman, Fabian Thelman, or Fabian, as Bobby likes to call him because he's fancy, was a dweeby-looking computer programmer that had never stepped foot on a porn shoot or probably even fucked before. But over a three-year period, his company, Manwin... Oh, that's a good name. Manwin. It's probably what he calls fucking, too. It's a Manwin. <laughs> Acquired 35 porn companies. Shortly after he pretty much consolidated and owned the entire online porn industry, Manwin is headquartered in Luxembourg, definitely not for tax purposes, in a concrete and glass building that sits almost completely empty. I think we already established it from our first topic. That was a Manwin right there. Yeah, no <laughs> shit, dude. It sounds like a Grover Norquist win. <laughs> no one's going to get that joke, but I love it. Yeah, it would. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even get that I think, joke. I yeah, that was, that was for fan of algorithmic trading Ian over there. Wait, you just did an I, algorithmic trading joke? No. Holy shit. He hit the Luxembourg reference. And Grover Norquist, a famous anti-tax pundit. I mean, yeah, anyway, we just lost half the audience. As surprised as you are about that, that was our main topic when we had Carmen on. Algorithmic <laughs> trading fails. We tried to go highbrow, but it didn't Oh, work. my God. This is, it was the biggest fucking train wreck we've ever done. <laughs> Carmen wasn't super uh, knowledgeable at algorithmic trading. She actually yeah. knew more than most of us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Every single one of these entities is set up in a tax haven for the sole purpose of paying as little tax as possible. One husband and wife production team that produces their own content for My Dirty Hobby said the company takes 78% of the revenues the videos generate. Damn. Which Manwin shelters from taxes, while the company must pay the German tax rate on the 22% the company is kind enough to let them keep. So they get to pay taxes on the breadcrumbs. So when Manwin bought a production company called Digital Playground, one of the first things the performer noticed with the new owners was complete lack of respect for the performers and crew who sometimes work 20 hours per day. Described by one actress as a fishy weird company, she said her fleshlight royalties go through multiple international banks, presumably for shady tax purposes, before making their way back to her. So the weirdest thing that's ever been through a flashlight wasn't a dirty old man's cum. <laughs> I, just, I just picture like being out with some friends somewhere, like, oh man, I'm excited about these Fleshlight royalties coming in. <laughs> yeah, that's how you're buying rounds for everybody. Oh, the fleshlight royalties just came in. Yeah, it's the you, first of the month. I got my fleshlight royalties. You just keep all of your money in a fleshlight so that you can like, <laughs> yeah. be, like op open it up and like a bunch of gold coins come falling out onto the bar. <laughs> but isn't it a little funny? Like you know, these porn actresses. They make their own fucking cast pocket pussies, whatever, fleshlights. And people would actually buy those. 
the real version of that pocket pussy, like in real life, they're making it true to form, it'd be a gaping fucking hole. I mean, these ladies are getting triple penetrated, doing all kinds of crazy shit. I mean, you're basically fucking a cave. I mean, I think, doesn't it kind of go back to normal a bit after that, you know? Yeah, I suppose, I suppose. Maybe it's just wishful thinking on my part. You have to do your Kegels. (laughs) I've never had sex. (laughs) I don't even want to after hearing it described here. Yeah, it's a a gaping hole. Jesus, Ian. I mean, I've seen some pretty crazy shit, bro. I just can't imagine that you would grow back into fucking fit tightness after that kind of shit. I mean, I think if if they can fucking pull a human baby head out of their shit, they can fucking handle... Thick dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to imagine what any woman who listens to your podcast is thinking right now. Uh, there's no way they made it this far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all downhill from here. So Brett's got this next one. All right. Behind the scenes of the cam girl industry in countries like Hungary, female performers often live together in dorm style buildings owned by the porn company because, hey, you don't want anybody late for their shift at the porn factory. It also provides a space to commiserate and share tips about how simply not eating can help avoid embarrassing mishaps when shooting anal scenes, as well as which ointment to use to help heal whatever orifice was blown out that day. You know, I'll say this, man. Maybe it's just because I've seen porn for too long. You know, it's like, <laughs> listen, Brett, you know, you're old like I am. Remember when we had to like fucking, Here's, you know, it was like a magazine that you yeah. had to fucking find yeah. and then you visit I the think, magazine? I think yeah. there is one thing that everyone who is listening to this podcast should understand right now. And that is that the way this podcast works is that one person writes it all. Yes. And, and then all the people on the podcast read the different pieces that the one person has written. And mm-hmm. what we are finding out is that the person who does the writing for the indecorous pod is a person who is very much focused on scatological pornography (laughs) and asshole porn. If there's not full gaping assholes, then Ian's not watching it. (laughs) it, it It seems like the take on the entire porn industry is very much just a snapshot on what's happening on gaping.com right now. <laughs> I, there are other kinds of porn. Like, I like a lot of mature porn. I like my women to be aging out of MILF. And, <laughs> wow. And, and honestly, there's not a lot of... It, uh, anal isn't a big thing there. It's not uh, someplace we go. There's just... There, it's why very, is that? It's very, why is... I don't know. But what, 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 well, why may, do you and, think that is? Uh, well, actually, maybe, it, maybe there is. Maybe I just haven't gotten into that area. Maybe it's me that's not all that into it. Point is, there's non-gaping asshole porn. Well, I agree. <laughs> I agree with you completely. But this is what I will say is that I've seen so much anal porn... That I would almost welcome a little leakage every once in a while. I enjoy <laughs> the bloopers. Like, I, I, I almost get off more on the porn bloopers than I do. Like, oh, everything just went just as planned. Fuck this shit. It makes it feel it, more it, real to you. It adds honestly, that realism to it. Yeah. It like, sounds like, like but, that's how the word blooper no. was coined on the set of a porn shoot. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fantastic so, joke. It's like, the, what's, the, what's the, the grammatical term for uh, words that are words that, because they sound like what they're describing? Onomatopoeia. Uh, onomatopoeia. onomatopoeia yeah. I think. That's right? a... That's it's a blooper. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's how that originated. Yeah, yeah. yeah you just bloopered all over, and now we got to start over. 
Yeah, I see. And you and you thought this podcast was lowbrow. We did do an etymology in this motherfucker. I got I'm just glad no one had to write onomatopoeia down for Ian. So me too. <laughs> to be fair to Ian, I actually did write this episode, but exactly. Ian oh. edited in. Ian edited in the spelling errors. <laughs> I, I, I put in all the spelling errors, and you did correctly call my fetish, by the way. So you guys nailed and, my kink on that. So yeah, correct there. But just try to one. keep your mind as open as these girls' asses are. Hey, and I was, there are there are other <laughs> kinds of porn you can enjoy. If you just jump all over to another category, maybe a nice big butt. Get a nice, a nice uh, Latina girl, you know. Just you reading know, quietly in the corner. Yeah, there's anything. other things you can do. Like, I enjoy just women masturbating. You know, oh there, that's God. good. That's always a good one. I think that if you go straight down the rabbit hole, so to speak, of uh, <laughs> uh, of anal, then you get stuck down in there, and it's like you can't get out over the event horizon. You know, like you're down in there. That's right. You reach the singularity. (laughs) Right. Yes. Yes. I was just working. That's all porn is for you. You have to get, stay out of there. You're in the suicide forest right now. Get out of the suicide forest. It's almost like these guys haven't read Stephen Hawking. (laughs) I know, right? Well, I figured if you guys are doing algorithmic trading, you'd know what an event horizon was. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Probably can take this next one here. With pay decreasing and fierce competition, some performers began falsifying medical records to get approval for more shoots, leading to a syphilis outbreak in the industry in 2012. When governments responded with legislation requiring condoms, the company that didn't have extra money for its talent came up with millions of dollars to lobby against the laws. (laughs) In Los Angeles, a proposed law requiring condoms and porn was attacked as threatening to move a $20 billion industry and 10,000 jobs out of L.A. Dude, this is great. The best way to make sure an AIDS outbreak doesn't ruin your shoot is to make sure that no one knows the performers have AIDS to begin with. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, this is like the Mitch Hedberg defense, right? Do you know anybody that's got AIDS? Well, I know you, and you know me. (laughs) (laughs) That was was the testing they did. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Listen, I remember when that was an issue on the ballot. That was 2012, and that, that was B. an important thing. Yeah, and I would just like to say, safety or no, listen, I am anti-condoms in porn because it's like this, all right? When I am watching two guys fuck, I do not want to see a condom <laughs> That's right. anywhere involved. Yeah. You know, it just ruins it, it for me. It ruins the purity of the moment. By the way, that is a joke that I was telling in 2012 when that was an issue. And that was my joke about condoms and porn and the law. And it was funny then because it yeah. was okay to make it a joke that two guys were fucking. But now it's not a joke you can make because two guys fucking isn't supposed to be funny anymore. What? Really? But it's, to me, it's still funny. Is that a thing, really, that you can't tell Well, that I mean, joke? it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, not that it's a canceled culture kind of joke, but it's like, right. you know, like, it's not an insult. When I was saying it, people were like laughing because it was scandalous that I would want to watch two guys fuck. Right, but the fact right, of the matter right. is, is that watching two guys fuck is every bit as valid and sexually pleasing and gratifying and acceptable uh, as watching two girls fuck or a guy and a girl fuck or anybody who is of age and doing it of their own volition, right? Yes. So you guys uh, are pieces of shit for laughing at that. (laughs) 
and I just caught you all. And ha ha ha, fuck you, you're all canceled. Being gay is fine. God, this was all a trap. You think I don't know how to set up Discord, you fucking idiots? I got you on three separate recordings. I got each one of you on your own separate fucking laptop right now being recorded. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe the problem, Brett, is that it's not misdirection anymore. People are caught on to the yeah. fact like, yeah, of course Brett right. fucking watches dudes fuck all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at him. <laughs> Look at him. A girl would never fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> So, of course, Manwin handled disease outbreaks the way any freedom-loving corporation would by attempting to buy up testing laboratories so they could require their performers to pay to use and, more importantly, be in charge of handling the results of those tests and what to do or not to do with that information. Fortunately, the testing industry grouped together and fought back, defeating Manwin's efforts. And I guess that's why we don't have any porn anymore. Yeah. <laughs> this is why porn is no longer a thing. But we have to read the magazines you were talking about a few minutes ago, Carlos. <laughs> yeah, it's that's just right. you and I with our old magazines <laughs> that we hid in the woods. They hid in the woods yeah. and go visit every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is like the Russian doping strategy, right? Like you own the labs, so you just oh, yeah, send dude. the test results to your own lab, and then they fucking like, no, it's all good. Everybody's yeah, playing. it's like when you're the attorney and the judge. Uh huh. You know. Yeah, or, or it's like, get... or it's like when the COVID numbers are out of hand, you say like, "Hey, CDC, we'll take care of this now. You don't have yeah. to fucking <laughs> yeah. look at these numbers anymore." Or you just don't do any testing. You do less testing, less yeah. COVID. Yeah, it's that combination: less testing yeah. and no reporting. If you never really? test anyone, you can't possibly have any syphilis. Case. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Just sweet, sweet man-on-man lovemaking. Yeah. If, if you don't count deaths, people will all live forever. No, exactly. no suicide right. forest. It's a very suggestive name, though. I mean, you can't help but go there and be like, well, I wasn't even thinking about it, but, you know, I'm here. I mean, because <laughs> I am kind of sad. So, in December of 2012... Thilman's scheme to avoid paying taxes on his jizz-soaked millions finally caught up to him when he was arrested at his home in Brussels and charged with tax evasion. He sold off all his shares of the Manwin company and they changed their name to MindGeek. Have you guys up to this point heard of MindGeek? And oh, Only ahead. when I was researching this story in between watching gaping anus porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> So yeah, like MindGeek is to the porn industry what Clear Channel is to radio or Viacom uh. is to TV. They pretty much consolidated the fucking industry. It's like if Sprint and AT&T and Spectrum got together and fucking was like, let's just make one evil company and fuck everyone. Ha ha ha. That's what MindGeek is. All right. So they're, they're like the evil empire of porn. I thought it was Brazzers. They own Brazzers. Uh, they, yeah, they own Pornhub. They are. They own everything. They're pretty much every single, yeah. every single site you've ever jacked off to is owned by MindGeek. Nice. Unless you know some really cool sites, we can talk no, shop later and, you know. I got confused by the copy. I just want to say that, you know, I don't want to get too picky on it, but because there wasn't a hyphen between jizz and soaked, I thought that what you were saying was <laughs> he avoided paying, ta- avoiding paying taxes on his jizz 
soaked millions. He soaked millions with his jizz. And then I was like, oh, jizz soaked millions. So I did actually wrestle with that one. And I had never had to, I never spelled out jizz soaked before. Well, I I don't mean mean to get, I'm not trying to get bogged down in grammar. Because you read it properly. Is when you read it, you said it like jizz soaked millions. Like I understood that it was one word. You know, so that's when I realized that's when the whole sentence made sense to me. That's what I'm saying. I read the sentence and then I was like, wait, what the fuck is going on? And then you said, and then you said, just soaked millions. And I'm like, oh, his millions of dollars are just soaked. Ah, (laughs) ah. When I saw that, I just thought about Scrooge McDuck, you know, when he fucking dove into his fucking million. So now I'm just picturing him diving into a fucking sea of cum. I was picturing him blasting millions of people with his jizz like a money shot. (laughs) Because he was avoiding paying taxes and he had all this extra jizz to blast everybody with, which seemed kind of fun. Well, you've always been an idealist. Yeah. So here's the thing. If it comes up that I have to spell out jizz soaked for a second time in my life. <laughs> lesson, lesson learned, right? I will know for the future that yeah, it's hyphenated. You just need a hyphen in there. As soon as you start right. soaking your millions in jizz, you'll know. Yeah. All right. So Brett's got this next one here. In October 2009, the U.S. Secret Service's Organized Fraud Task Force sees $6.4 million from two accounts controlled by the MindGeek company. Some suspect the entire company is an elaborate international money laundering operation. Despite these allegations, just like in most cases when a company does something obviously illegal in this country, they were let off paying a small fine and admitted no wrongdoing. <laughs> Drain the swamp. <laughs> yeah. White collar crime pays. Anyone that says differently is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jizz soaked collar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so one of MindGeek's biggest partners live jasmine runs pop-up ads on all their sites that you've likely cussed at and closed over a thousand times no tell me about it but behind the scenes live jasmine is a cam girl company also headquartered in tax-friendly luxembourg that also uses poor eastern european women that typically live in group homes apparently luxembourg is the place to party <laughs> yeah. yeah dude <laughs> Though no one from corporate has ever met any of the girls, they take 60 to 70% of what customers pay. And since a lot of people just watch the teaser shows without actually forking over their credit card info, sometimes girls work an entire shift having made no money at all. So shed a single tear next time you see a live Jasmine pop-up. Oh, my God. Now, I think differently about that now. Every time I fucking see one, I'll basically have a little bit of guilt. Yeah, I, I, I was always pissed off at Live Jasmine, but now I feel bad for Live Jasmine. Now I wish she was dead, Jasmine. <laughs> yeah, nowadays, I focus my rage on jerkmate. Let, let me ask you guys a question, I, I, and maybe I'm just slowly catching on here. Are you guys implying in this story that some of the women who work in the pornography industry are being exploited? <laughs> how, how dare you? How dare is that you? What, no, is that where this is leading? Because that's yeah, this may be the dot. Shocker to me. Yeah, I mean, nowadays, if you read, I mean, they would kind of have you believe that it's feminism just taking the power back. All these empowered women just doing their own thing, (laughs) taking charge of their own vaginas to do powerful women shit. Yeah. That was a great save, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for noticing. (laughs) 
Well, MindGeek averages 80 million visitors and 3 billion ad views daily while employing roughly a thousand people. Mostly on the tech and marketing side of things, since they've made it abundantly clear they consider their performance to be nothing more than a rotating cast of dicks and holes. This actually sounds a lot like the stand-up comedy business. Yeah. To be honest with you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, at least uh, if you're watching porn, you know what you're looking for. You're not just going to porn. Yeah, that's right. You're yeah. not just going to comedy and then complaining that you yeah. got a comic showing his gaping asshole. <laughs> <laughs> they, they call that Goatsy, Carlos. Are you hip yeah, to yeah. Goatsy? Remember that movie, The Men Who Stare at Goatsy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my childhood was ruined by that movie, by the way. Anyway, with the exception of a few flash-based porn sites that look like they're out of 1995, MindGeek pretty much owns the entire porn industry. They have so much pull in fact that they have strong-armed all of the very production studios they used to pirate from and have forced them to give out free samples of up to 75% of their content for free. The production studios have no choice but to comply because MindGeek has a monopoly on virtually all internet porn distribution. Pornhub today is the largest porn site in the entire world and they're MindGeek's flagship brand hmm. dude that's what i'm saying like that's why i do amateur porn i'm trying to support local <laughs> yeah dude the little guy that's the, like cock ninja cock ninja is one of the little guys he's a, he's out yeah, there yeah. fucking his sister because that's all he's got don't say the little guy when you're talking about porn <laughs> <laughs> that's right. that's, it takes a whole other the, connotation yeah that's the site i go to yeah, that's my category. Adorable. <laughs> yeah, the little Adorable. guy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't want to be overwhelmed by what I'm looking at on the screen. So, Yeah, that's why I go to makes me feel better porn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess the moral of the story here is this Fabian fella, he's basically like a nerdy as fuck incel, and he just wants fucking revenge. So this dude goes and gets fucking private equity money from Goldman Sachs and collects all the fucking porn sites and just somehow gets control of everything. And now he's like, ha I own all the porn and no one gets money but me. I mean, That's... I guess he's smart for doing that shit. Because I have wonders, like, how, how does anybody fucking make money off of porn anymore since you can just get it for free on the internet all the time? I think the answer is just one guy is making a lot of money and everybody else is just struggling. Yeah, yeah dude, I mean, I mean exactly. he's smart in the same way that Monsanto is by suing farmers for <laughs> yeah, growing right. their genetically modified seeds. Right, exactly. Right. Because yeah, I was thinking, isn't it time for capitalism to catch up to the porn industry? I think the money's being distributed a little bit too evenly here. I think we need to simmer this shit down and make sure it all goes to one rich asshole. Yeah. yeah. It is interesting that when this story started off, the whole idea of... Because I'd never thought of this before until you guys were talking about it here. That who is paying money in? Because it's you're on a free site and then it has ads to go to another free site so if yes. you go to that free site then there's ads there for another free site yes but at no exactly. point do you the yeah. consumer have to add any money into the equation no, so right. who is paying whom so it's it's almost like all of these companies and especially if they're owned by one overall umbrella company yes. then all of these companies are just writing checks to each other like it's a big ponzi scheme in that yeah well, i guess it's not really a ponzi scheme but it's like each company is writing a check to the next one and then eventually the last company is writing a check back around to the first company and it creates <laughs> yeah. this giant circle but there's no actual money in the circle there's no initial investment it, yeah, it just, is insane that that's yeah how does that work i've never thought of that you, before but you just described the economics of the porn industry how does it work so i'll fill you in on the on the real shit so here's how it works there are production studios out there 
that basically, like your kink, for example, older ladies, there's one called Pure Mature. So Pure Mature makes premium content and they have a real site. What they do is they sell ads on Pornhub and they also give out free content on Pornhub, like 10 minute te- teaser flicks. And uh-huh. then people are like, oh, I like these milfs so much. I want to go see them fuck for 30 minutes. So then they'll eventually click on Pure Mature and go over there and pay fucking $10 a month one time ever, watch two or three videos and then cancel the subscription and that's how gotcha. it gets monetized. So Pure Mature pays Pornhub to be basically an advertiser on their it's shit. Window, and yeah. It's window in for people. Yep. Yeah. Pure Mature is also this week's sponsor. So that's why Ian plugged them. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> yeah. Good. I'm glad. I am not only a fan, but a client. <laughs> <laughs> You're not see, only the president, see, but a client. <laughs> yeah, I, but see, that's the thing that I guess either I'm too old or too busy. Because I never have to go past the 10 minute teaser video. And I'm like, oh, that's good enough for me. All right. Now I can go about my day. Yeah, I really would love to interview. I'll do an internet search. Let's try to see if we can get one person on here that's paid for porn ever and say, (laughs) now that it's free, what was the use case? That's that's the fucking unicorn. I do know people, (laughs) I do know some people who have paid the live cam stuff, you know, like where you're like, the girl is live streaming and you're like, you know, you subscribe to her. And I've never done it, but I know people who have done it. And I, I'm not lying about that. I don't know why I just said that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We actually, but, we actually but, did a story about I, a dude that did that and killed his family because of the girl he was live streaming. She was trying to get all his money. And his parents were like, no, don't do that. And then he was like, fuck you, mom and dad. Oh, yeah. He spent like fucking thousands of dollars on a live $200,000. But wait yeah. a minute. You can't imply that she's the reason he killed his family. <laughs> He's still yeah. the reason he killed his family that's the natural progression (laughs) yeah there may have been an underlying problem or two (laughs) i think that's where yeah that's where the other side would be like wait a minute are we sure it's the girl's fault and this is why we have a huge female following on this podcast (laughs) oh man all right so i guess the moral of the story is pornhub is evil and that brings us to our final topic of the week pornhub comments of the week and special announcement in light of the fact that Pornhub is evil and Pornhub Aria has not yet responded to our DMs that we never sent her in the first place, this will be our last edition of yeah, Pornhub bitch. Comments. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we definitely are taking the entitled incel approach to this. Yeah, I'm, yeah, with, I'm with Brett. I don't endorse anything that was said on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So unless our fans can get Pornhub Aria to fucking respond to us or tweet at us, we're canceling Pornhub comments. Know, I don't even know what Pornhub Aria is. What is she runs that? her social media. That's a person? Yeah, dude. She's the one that runs her Twitter account. She's uh-huh. funny as fuck, by the way. All well, of dude, all of her zingers guys, are really guys, funny. Guys, 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 guys. Don't give up, man. You can't give up yet. You just got to fucking play it cool for a while. You can't be like, well, then we don't need play her. Cool. You can just be like... Aria's doing her thing. We're going to do our thing. It's all right. No problem. And then and then you build up the podcast a little bit. And then, you know, 12 months from now, 16 months from now, you got a few more viewers. You hit Aria up again. Hey, babe, what's up? How you doing? Wait, did See the chick happens? from Game of Thrones go to work for Pornhub after the show ended? <laughs> oh, well, hopefully she's 18. Yeah, I think she's in her 20s. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm just saying, Carlos is right. This is starting to sound a little incelly. And, you know, if you have any hope of getting Aria to respond to these things, this whole 
fuck her. She didn't respond yet. We're done doing this bullshit. I just don't think that's the play here. I think, you know, it yeah. sounds like this already sounds like a funny bit idea. So, you know, I mean, porn up comments right off the bat. That's a good idea. Don't let the fact that you guys struck out with Aria queer you up of this. Yeah, hey, truth you know, be told, the reason cool, we struck man. out with Aria is because we never actually reached out to Aria because we're oh. too lazy. <laughs> oh, wait, this whole thing's faked? I'm sorry. Yeah, fuck Aria, bitch. <laughs> We'd rather just reject ourselves and have her reject it, so we never you, even reached out to yeah. begin with. Yeah, it was like, well, we knew she wouldn't respond because we're losers. <laughs> Don't hate yourself so much. All right, so each week we heroically watch hundreds of hours of porn just to find these gems. The noble task of sitting through countless hours of bukkake, cut coding, mature gangbanging, and senseless <laughs> midget gangbangs. Well, now that I know how the sausage is made, I think we disgustingly watch hundreds of hours of porn each week. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, very, very much so, very much so. Exploitively. So we watch hundreds of hours of disgusting, filthy shit just to bring you, the fans, the best Pornhub comments of the week. It's kind of sad now. I might take a little stroll through Suicide Forest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, these Pornhub comments are not going to have quite the, the comedic value they once had now that I know that all these girls are getting paid pennies on the dollar. Uh, actually, I don't mean to interrupt, fellas, but if I could just say, uh, it's interesting, coincidence, Suicide Forest is actually the name of one of my mature girls' vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Suicide Forest is my favorite Pornhub category. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. You fixed the joke. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> I tried to get there, but I couldn't get there. You nailed it. So this one comes to us from Hertog J. My dick is massive. Like, I trip over it. When I was 16, I accidentally killed my girlfriend simply by having sex with her. And because of the size of my dick, I was charged as an adult. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think I saw this in the new season of Unsold Mysteries on yeah. Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I think Carlos is writing comments on Pornhub again. This is yeah. a legal question for the man in our first story. He might know the answer to this. So my question is, is Stranger Things really a great show? It looks pretty interesting, <laughs> and I've been waiting for Winona Ryder to get back in the spotlight ever since Black Swan, but I kind of get the feeling that 80s nostalgia <laughs> might take the place of a coherent storyline. I've been meaning to check it out, but... Uh, oh, dude, he got cut off. Man. He probably fucking tripped over his dick, and he felt and cracked his head open. Dude, Herzog J was spitting fucking the truth, though. I mean, yeah, I think that the 80s nostalgia is probably the main reason that show makes no fucking sense. I've never seen it, so I have to recuse myself from this comment. You, you know, that was one of those shows, like, I really enjoyed the first season, and then Netflix was like, ah, the second season's out, and I was like, ah, I'm good. Yeah, it wasn't very good, the second season, and I, know, I think they did a third season that I didn't watch. But I'm assuming the first season was all about guys with giant dicks, is that what I'm, oh, yeah. am I reading yeah. this comment well, correctly? I mean, yes. I told you I was into it. <laughs> it was implied, yeah. it was implied. I think that that was a fake letter, guys. <laughs> Because I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, Winona Ryder wasn't in Black Swan. So I found it an yeah. mistake in the letter. And I, Wait, I really? Like, yeah, what? yeah, that was... Uh, uh, Natalie oh, that was Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. That's right. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I think that Her I think Jay, Jay Herzog is just... I think he's having a little fun with us. I think he's playing yeah. the game. He's trying to pull a jizz-soaked fast one on us. I think he actually <laughs> killed his girlfriend with his massive cock. And also, even if he did, I don't think he was charged as an adult because his dick was adult size, which is what he's implying. So, mm, yeah. <laughs> there are some discrepancies in this story, and I think that this may be... Uh, 
bit of a situation where, where our man's having a little fun at our expense. I mean, I mean, I, I feel like the comment section should be reserved for people who are taking this seriously. Yeah. The good thing is we run all our podcasts through a fact checker, so we should definitely get to the bottom well, of this. Well, I mean, I think it's a valid comment on your piece here about you porn comments because it speaks to the overall state of the comment thread industry and the health of it. You right. know, like if right. people are using it just to joke around when <laughs> right. we're supposed to be trying to improve the product and have a fellowship and a community amongst us. And some kid is just jerking our chain over there. I just don't think it's it's cool. I am definitely with Brett on this one, is that when we people just willy-nilly leave comments like this, it definitely yeah. impacts the purity of Thank you. Pornhub commenting. Thank you. It, <laughs> it cheapens it, and I think we're above that. Yes. It's the same way I feel about, you ever see these um, these uh, wet t-shirt contests and some of these bras just take their, their shirt off? I'm like, what yeah. the hell? Whoa, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. How are we supposed whoa. to see your wet titties through a cloth? Through a shirt, yeah. Off? You are ruining the integrity of this competition. All right, so Brett's going to close us out on this last one here. All right. Our final Pornhub comment comes to us from Ian and Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I looking at so much non-anal gaping porn? <laughs> when I click on a porn, I want to be able to sit inside or maybe drop my keys inside of her bunghole. Why am I looking at vaginas all the time and boobs? <laughs> Ew, yuck. Now, what's this cast of dicks and holes constantly over and over again? Uh, actually, uh, uh, my screen went black again a little while ago. So I just... <laughs> oh, dear God. Yeah, that's the, from the gaping hole. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just like all my porn, eventually I went dark. So, Brett, you got anything you want to plug? Any merch? Any? Uh, can we find no, you on social I'll, media? I'll tell you that. Uh, you can find me on social media at IBrettMyPants on Twitter. And <laughs> oh, uh, I'm on Facebook as well. I'm, my name is Brett Erickson. But you can also follow on Twitter Issues with Andy, which is a podcast, video podcast that I do with Andy Andrus <laughs> and Doug Stanhope's producer, Greg Shaley, and his co-host, Chad Shank. And we do a little video podcast a couple times a week. We sit around and are as stupid as these three assholes that I've just spent the last hour and a half with. <laughs> so if this kind of thing is something you like, then you might like other people doing it pretty much the we're on YouTube and uh, we have a Patreon and, and just issues with Andy. Are you saying you're better than us because you have a video podcast? Like, <laughs> you, you like can... anybody that's got their shit together? If you want to see that famous erection Brett's been talking about, you got to watch <laughs> Issues with Andy. Yeah. You're going to have to get real close to the laptop to see it. But <laughs> Wait, the yeah. one that, that killed a woman? <laughs> that wasn't me. I did. I did. Uh, I did loosen the lug nuts on a seven-year-old girl's bicycle once, but I never killed a woman. I can say that positively. I, I think it's funny that Ian asked if you had any merch to plug because what is your album that you were selling for a while, uh, Brett? Oh, Carlos Valencia. Thank you. What a co-host yeah. this guy is. Yeah. If, uh, uh, I, 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 one I, of us has to be a fucking professional up I, in this motherfucker. I, 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 for, I, for many years, when there was such a thing as road comedy, would sell my album that I made in 2012, I think. And it's called Merch. So when yeah. people, would, people would ask me if I had merch, I would say, oh, yeah, yeah. Merch. That's right. So you can merch, get right? merch from actual merch. Brett Erickson. Yeah, you can get merch from me. 
But I don't have that many copies of merch left. And frankly, what would you do with a CD? What the fuck are you well, going to do with it? I should have called it Coaster. <laughs> yeah, that's right. At least I'd be able to move some of them. Yeah, Coaster slash Mirror. Yeah, Coke Mirror. Coaster. Yeah. All right, Brett, thanks for doing the fucking podcast, man. Appreciate you, dude. Yeah, you guys, thank I, you, I, I love you guys. That was a lot of fun. Thank you for having the, me. Absolutely, you, dude. Man. Anytime, man. All right, cheers. Cheers, buddy. All right. Carlos, you got anything you want to promote? Same as always. Check me out online, carlosvcomedy.com or on Facebook. I, actually, I should just promote the Facebook since that's where most people want to fight me at. That's where you're most of your fights, yeah. Yeah, right. So if you want to join my fight club on my side, uh, <laughs> facebook.com slash carlosvalencia. Dude, that's awesome. Can they fight you on any other social media? Uh, not yet, but you know, you, you start small, baby steps. And obviously, always fucking walk your cat. Dude, you should compile all of these people wanting to fight you into some thing called, like, Boomer Wars or something. <laughs> yeah, I should. I should. Well, you know what's funny is that one of the guys that wants to fight me just posted yesterday that he's getting a quadruple bypass. <laughs> and I had to... I had to just fucking hold back from commenting on it, just not to be a total fucking asshole. Oh, <laughs> like, all right, this seems like the perfect time for us to fucking throw hands is while you're having a quadruple bypass. Yeah, Dude. you and me, floor seven, room 412. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Show up and rip his stitches out. Yeah, motherfucker, what are you going to do now? <laughs> so, so I have it on good authority that Bobby is working on that hateful haiku finally. I uh, don't believe it. I've heard these rumors, but I don't believe it, though. So, uh, gentlemen, it- I am a it's actually about how much I hate Pornhub Aria. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Speaking of Pornhub Aria, Pornhub comments are officially canceled until Pornhub Aria tweets about it. It's on the listeners at this point. If that was your favorite segment, guys, sorry. After doing our dark history, no more Pornhub unless we hear from Pornhub Aria. Yeah, that really bummed That all just bummed me out. Yeah, we were thinking that fucking masturbating to Pornhub was such a happy thing, and now it's like shit. Oh, I was just talking about the part where I got corrected on that jizz soap should have been hypnated. Aki Gahara. Aki Gahara. Aki Gahara. Aki Gahara. I'm going to happy, not a care in the world forest and bloodying it up.